talked about building an altar. We've talked about awakening your senses. Um, we've talked about creating ceremony. I want to talk a little bit about this. Two words you hear sometimes in the earth ways. Vision quest. Some people think, oh, that's a native uh, term. A Native American term or my Celtic ancestors term. Um, I think that all people, um, the vision quest is for all people. And whatever words you come up with to explain what it is, I'll tell you what I think it is right now. Um, if you want to go back to religion, I think that when Jesus went out for the 40 days and 40 nights, he was on a vision quest, if you believe in that. I think it's really important that we take time in our lives. And I know this is hard, folks, because we're so damn busy on those cell phones and those computers and doing our jobs. We often say we're so busy being busy, we forget to live. Or we become human beings doing, not human beings living. Always work to seek balance in your life. Forget the judgments. you got to be a human being working. you got to be a human being doing. But there has to be balance. In nature, if you to build your relationship up in a truly deep and profound manner, you have to go out on what I call a vision quest. I've done probably 30 of them in my life since I was 10. I know that's extreme. Um, really simply, what a vision quest is, is you go out into nature and find a sit spot. We've already talked about it. And this could be a spot that calls to you, that it looks beautiful. That it's not too much sun, not too much shade, that's safe. A place that just, you look at it, you just know it's your spot. You go find that spot, you sit there. And we say, leave the food out, only drink water, good pure water. And you sit there for one day, two days, three days. Traditionally, it's four days and four nights. No food, just water. Stay in the same place and observe the land. Pray in your own unique way that's personal to you or how you've learned it works. And ask for guidance in your life, who you are, where you are, where you're going, what you're supposed to do. Ask for guidance and support to build a deeper relationship with nature. Take time when you find your sit spot to talk internally or outwardly through all your senses and, and every other aspect of your being. To every tree, plant, and animal in your spot. And in those four days, the gifts that can come out of it, or the one day, or the two, or the three, the gifts that can come out of it are profound, folks. Profound. How often do we take that much quality time to connect to our planet alone? Once the connection is deep to a place, there's no turning back. You will only go forward, and your life will profoundly change forever as the earth as your friend and teacher and partner in life. Your the earth as your healer. The earth is everything for you. So get to know, talk to the earth itself. Um, build an altar in that spot. And that can even enhance it more. Or find a stick and carve it while you're there. And and let it let the carving represent all the moments you've had while you're on in that sit spot, that vision quest, the memories, let them all be on that stick. And it'll hold the space for you as you go off in life. Make commitments 
on that spot from things you learn and then go live your life in a certain way that honors those commitments. Now, is it easy? <laughs> no, 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 it's not easy. Uh, it's really hard not to eat. Often it'll take, if you're going to do a four-day one, you'll go through a period where you think you're starving. Um, I always just think about all the people in the world that are truly starving, and I stop with my babiness around that. Then there comes a point you don't care about food anymore. You can feel a little flu-like, drink lots of water, rush it through you. Some traditionalists don't even drink water. That's a possibility, but I wouldn't recommend it now. I think you, it's better to be good to your body. You need water. <clears throat> so drink lots of water, flush out all the toxins you built up from all the coffee and ice creams and the junk food. That's what can make you feel a little sick getting that all out of you. Um, <clears throat> you're going to have to dance in place, you know, jog in place, stretch, things like that to keep your body alive and well. And just try to stay awake at night. Try to stay awake at night and only sleep when you literally pass out long. And it's in that passing out that dreams and visions come. But you don't want to just sleep away your experience. Sometimes when you're most tired, most fatigued, the world speaks to you in ways you could never imagine. Don't bring a journal. Don't bring a book. Don't bring a watch. Don't bring a cell phone for sure. You and nature only. You and nature only. You and nature only. You'll deepen your awareness. <clears throat> you can do it alone, but I think it's often better, especially for the novice, to have someone who puts you out and thinks about you and, and protects you. So you don't have to worry about people walking into the spot you pick. Um, and you just it, it frees you to know there's someone who knows you're there who will come and find you. And you can find a place you can walk to once a day and put a rock down, and that person um, can find go get that rock and they'll know you're okay. If the rock's not there, then they can come in and check on you. Although you don't want them doing that, so you want to put the rock there. Because the less you're disturbed, the better. Um, but I'll tell you, if something happens and you are disturbed, don't bitch and moan about it and get all angry. It's part of the quest. There's something to learn there. What's the gift? I got a great story. <clears throat> Years ago, I put this woman out who was a psychic. And man, she was good. And I put her out for four days and four nights on a quest. I do that a lot in my school. And she was terrified that aliens were going to come and visit her. Now, whether you believe in aliens or not doesn't matter. She did. And on the last night, which is often the hardest, fourth night, it is brutal. She tried to stay awake and she fell asleep. She wakes up in the morning just barely light. And she hears something Piddle paddling around her, Peter pattering around her, however you want to say it. And she wouldn't open her eyes. She was terrified. Finally, she opens them, and there's 13 cows standing around her. She was vision questing on the edge of a meadow. These cows had broken through my neighbor's fence, and they all went to her. She had beautiful, loving energy. They went to her and hung out with her. So she wakes up, and there's her aliens, right? It was those crazy cows all standing around her, with, and she was in the middle. Think about that. Isn't that cool? <clears throat> I don't care if a jet plane lands, a helicopter lands. It's part of it. But the more you can have solitude and quiet, away from the things of city 
and modern life uh, better. You and nature, I can't say it enough. You and nature, pure. You can sit by water. You can sit in the edge of a meadow. You don't want too much sun or it'll fry you. Um, so there you have it. And then another one I want to talk about at some point here is vision walking. Where you go out with no destination. You just go out and walk. Okay, well, we're going to talk about that one um, on another Tim Talk. Hope.